chance everyone's a dad of one good scare. Hello, and welcome to Spooky Sisters, Inc., a horror movie podcast where two sisters discuss scary stories, frightening flicks, and all things spooky. Today, it's just me, Charlie. Jenny has recently moved, so she's pretty busy at the moment, and now we live a little farther from each other, but once she's settled, we will get together and record. But for now, I thought it would be fun to do another bonus episode all about the Scream franchise. So what I'm thinking of doing is revisiting my old letterboxed reviews of every Scream movie and seeing if my opinions have changed. Then I'm going to rank the Scream movies. And of course, I'm going to talk about my feelings on Scream 5 and the upcoming Scream 6. And then maybe I'll list my top three favorite Ghostface killers. Um, Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hope you enjoy this bonus episode of Spooky Sisters, Inc. Okay, so my history with the Scream franchise is I was never super into like one through three, but I did see Scream 4 in theaters and I fucking loved that movie since the day I saw it. Yeah, I said it. I love Scream 4. But it wasn't until like two years ago that I finally sat down and watched Scream 1 through 3 and I honestly became a really big fan and it quickly became one of my favorite franchises. I bought the whole disc set of all four plus the documentary. Like, I loved this franchise. And yes, I am using past tense. I don't think I can really hold it in for most of the episode, but like, spoiler alert, I did not like Scream 5. Um, But we'll talk about it more. But for this bonus episode, I'm going to start off by revisiting my old letterbox reviews of every Scream movie, reading them out loud, and just seeing if, like, anything has changed. Okay, Scream from 1996, directed by Wes Craven, of course, says, Honestly, this is the most boring installment of the Scream series. Sure, it's iconic for so many reasons, but I always fall asleep or get distracted when I rewatch it. Billy is ugly as fuck. Looking at him is pure torture. Still love this movie though, since it's what started it all. Just not my fave. Okay, um, I feel like I don't agree with my past self that it's the most boring because, um, you know, a more recent installment takes the cake for that. And I gave it three stars. I think I would still give it three stars, maybe three and a half now. But the last part is true. Like, I love this movie, but it's just not my favorite out of all of them, but it is very iconic for like kicking off the whole series and truly changing like the game for horror at the time. Yeah, I still think Billy is ugly though. That's true. So like that review was from 2020. I think I like it a lot more now, especially now I have nostalgia for watching it truly for the first time in 2020. So like it's a really fun movie. I know every line. Matthew Lillard, like, Rose McGowan, come on, Gail Weathers in her fucking chartreuse power suit. Scream 2, from 1997, directed by Wes Craven. It says, strap the fuck in, y'all. First of all, this came out my birth year, so I'm contractually obligated to love it. This soundtrack goes fucking hard. You'll find me jamming to this shit any day. This cast? The sheer talent? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Jada Pinkett Smith, Timothy Oliphant, 
Is that how you say his name? Jerry O'Connell. All legends. Cece's death sequence is chef's kiss and will simply never be topped. Gail is the supreme bitch in this movie and I'll always be here for it. Not to mention her red streaks, iconic. I just love everything about this movie. I could go on forever. It's perfect. Wow. This is like a love letter. No, it's true. I really do love this movie. Um, And I thought everyone loved this movie. I thought it was so perfect. Like, how could people not like it? But I recently learned that a lot of people actually hate Scream 2. And I don't get it. Sorry. Like, I've tried to put myself in their shoes and understand, but I don't. Yeah, we all have different opinions. And like this little podcast episode, me saying all this stuff, they're just my opinions. I'm not trying to offend anybody or I'm not saying what I think is right. Uh, But Scream 2 is the best. Oh yeah, and I gave it five stars. Scream 3 from 2000, directed by Wes Craven. This one says... This movie is so fun. It tried to do things a little differently and I respect it. They took chances and whether they paid off or not, I appreciate it. Parker Posey makes this movie for me. Also some great cameos and I gave it four stars. I agree with this still. Like I know Scream 3 gets a lot of hate and yeah, it deserves it. But I still put this movie on and I have a great time. And like I'm not unique in saying this, but for me, it's Courtney Cox and Parker Posey. Like, they are Scream 3. Sydney wasn't even in this one that much. And, like, they were in California. And it's just, like, such a different vibe than the first two. And then they brought in, like, that supernatural element, which was, like, what the hell is this doing here? But I actually think if the franchise stopped there, which I think it was meant to, It would have been a good ending. Like, I like this movie. It's fun. And I genuinely, you guys, don't hate me. But I don't even think Gail's bangs are that bad. Because, let's face it, Courtney Cox looks good no matter what. Scream 4 from 2011, directed by Wes Craven. I'm so excited. So my review says, my personal favorite, I love this movie. Emma Roberts is Scream Queen Supremacy. She was the perfect choice for this role. I'll never forget seeing this movie in theaters and thinking how genius it was for the killer to be a wannabe famous high school girl. It really resonated with the times and still holds up in today's society slash social media world. Emma Roberts pulling out her own hair, stabbing her own shoulder, throwing herself onto a glass table, and then cleaning up the crime scene. Yeah, that's iconic. Yeah, this review is still so true, and I gave it five stars. I fucking love this movie, but I honestly kind of think I love it a little less now. And I think it was like Horror Queers podcast that brought it up. And I didn't even notice it until they said it. But this movie has like a fuzzy filter going on. It has like an Instagram filter. It's so weird. And apparently there is like a fan edit out there somewhere where they removed the filter and it looks 
normal and I want to see that so fucking bad. But I don't know. I think this was a really good cast. I know like Emma Roberts is not a perfect person in real life, whatever, but she knows how to play a bitch. She does it so well. And I just love the character of Jill. Like it's so interesting to me. And I know people fucking hate this movie, whether it's because they hate that Ghostface is a girl, whatever, get over it. But I feel like they don't think her motive is good, but I really think it is. Like, come on, 2011, social media, like, texting, like, cell phones were evolving. It was, like, it was such a time, and Jill wanted the fame that came from being a victim, a survivor. I I am not supporting this, but I am saying whoever like came up with this motive in the writer's room, I think it was genius. And I think it's really similar to like Mickey in Scream 2, which spoiler alert, I love him too. His motive was like, maybe it's not the smartest or the best, but I just think it's interesting and fun you know, young teens or young adults who just want to be famous, but they're going about it the wrong way. I don't know. I think like that happens in real life sometimes. I don't know. I just, I still love this movie a lot. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, now it's time to talk about Scream, which, fuck that. I'm going to call it Scream 5 because that's what it is. I mean, the audacity to call it Scream. (sighs) Anyways, Scream from 2022. My review says, not my Scream. And I gave it half a star, which is the lowest. But really, I wanted to give it no stars. And now I guess, let me just get into why I did not like this movie. And there's so much to talk about. And again, obviously there will be spoilers, but like, These are just my opinions. If you love Scream 5, good for you. Like, I'm so happy for you, and I'm honestly jealous because I wanted to love it, but I didn't. It honestly ruined the franchise for me. Like, a little bit, a lot of bit. I don't, like, I'm still kind of torn because I could just continue to enjoy Scream 1 through 4 and act like Scream 5 doesn't exist, but I can't really do that because every time I think of scream as a franchise i think of scream 5 and i get so angry and i'm like i don't really want to think about that right now but anyways let me just get all my thoughts out i'm already getting heated up so i know i'm not the only one who has said this i feel so bad saying this because i'm not an actor i cannot act but melissa barrera it was like go girl give us nothing her acting was terrible and I just don't I don't understand I don't understand how they could have seen that and been like yes this is our star if anything I really think they should have switched her and Jenna Ortega like yes I know that probably wouldn't have worked because Jenna is so much younger she looks so much younger and Melissa plays the older sister but Melissa just like if you put Melissa in a scene with Jenna Ortega it's embarrassing like Jenna is 
fucking serving. And Melissa is like crumbling and falling. And I'm so sorry. It's like nothing against her. And I've seen her in other stuff. And it's like she's not even that bad in other moments she is. But anyways, that was like one thing. And then another thing was I wasn't really a fan of the new cast. Um, I actually love Jasmine Savoy Brown, but I didn't like her character. Like, I just didn't like any of these people. And like, speaking of Mindy, which was Jasmine's character, they made her character and this movie overall just like way too meta. Like... I know Scream is known for being a meta franchise. Obviously, they're not going to abandon that theme, but it just didn't work the same way it used to. Like, it's 2022. Having every line be like a hint hint or something super meta, it's like meta on top of meta on top of meta. It was too much. Like, I was drowning and it's almost like they were trying to shove it down our throats and at one point it like crossed a line from meta to like trying to fucking spoon feed us like do you get it do you get that this is meta like of course we get it we're watching scream you don't have to try so hard i thought the script was just ridiculous and i feel like meta just doesn't really work nowadays like i'm not saying it doesn't work period but in moderation. It was too much for me. Okay. The ghost face killers under fucking whelming. Like, yeah. Yeah, guys, we knew it was a boyfriend. You made it extremely obvious. It was painfully obvious. I hated the boyfriend period. Like, even when he was, quote, nice and sweet, I was like, this is obviously such an act that it's uncomfortable and amber the other ghost face like i honestly think she could have been really cool and like maybe in the same vein as jill like really interesting and funny and like unpredictable but she had like no screen time if we had gotten to know her a little bit more i think the reveal would have been more surprising but like none of these kids had any screen time i felt like it was all melissa barrera and it was like boring and speaking of her character sam the whole thing of her being billy's (laughs) daughter who thought that was a fucking good idea i don't get it i still don't get it like Was that supposed to be shocking? Like, are we supposed to care? Clap if you care. Clap if you care. It was just a really stupid idea. I don't think it added anything to the story. And then to top it all off, the terrible, like, de-aging CGI of Skeet Ulrich. Like, what the fuck? Why would you even waste, like money and energy and resources on that it was it didn't look convincing at all and i'm getting mad you guys i get so mad every time i talk but i feel like i want to share my opinion and see if anybody agrees with even like a little bit of what i'm saying 
because I was so excited for this movie and everyone was saying, oh my God, it's so good. Wes would be proud. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to like it. And then I was completely wrong. And speaking of everyone saying Wes would be proud, you don't fucking know that. And like, what kind of fucking tribute was it to have a character named Wes and then kill him in the movie? Like, is that supposed to be respectful? <laughs> um, that was a choice, is what it was. But, And then I feel like, of course, the biggest thing of all was Dewey dying, which, okay. Like, yeah, Dewey's Dewey. Dewey, Gale, Sydney, they're iconic. They're the iconic trio in every single movie. But I, I've never, like, loved Dewey. I wasn't sobbing when he died. But he should not have died. Like, I just thought it was rude. And it was unnecessary. And if you wanted to kill, like, one of the top three legacy characters, you know what? You should have done it in Scream 4. Because that movie... The tagline for that movie was like, new generation, new rules. And that was the whole theme of the movie. Like, that would have made sense. Now, it was just, it was just stupid. Like, stupid writing all over. And, I mean, I'm sorry. I just don't get it because I really love Ready or Not from Radio Silence. But maybe it's different because Ready or Not was entirely their creation. Whereas Scream is a franchise created and helmed by someone else who is now not with us anymore. So for them to like adopt it and apply a whole new lens, it, it didn't work for me. I really don't think anyone should have been <laughs> allowed to do this. Like, no one can do it like Wes. I really wish this movie didn't happen. And I'm a strong believer in giving movies second chances so i've only seen it once but i will definitely watch it again probably not anytime soon but i'm gonna give it a second chance eventually but i really don't see myself coming around to it like i don't think that's gonna happen and i was totally uninterested in scream six i was like no way i'm gonna watch that shit but then samara weaving was announced and now i'm like intrigued so i don't know i probably am gonna watch it I mean, I would hope I like it more than five. That's for damn sure. But yeah, I want to know what you guys thought of the new Scream. Like like I said, I've only heard overwhelming support and love for it and less of my opinions. So I don't know, like, I want to find my people, guys. Let's talk shit. But now that I got all of that off my chest... I want to end this bonus episode on a really happy note, and I'm going to list my top three ghost face killers, which I feel like it's kind of obvious who they are based on what I've said, at least two of them. Anyways, number three goes to Stu Mocker for the sole purpose of him being played by Matthew Lillard. Like, probably has the most iconic lines in the whole franchise in all five movies. 
I just, the reveal is fun because he's not even trying that hard. He doesn't even have a reveal like where he takes off the mask. He just does that voice thing and Sydney knows. And like, honestly, he is kind of scary because he finds so much like joy and happiness and laughter in what he's doing, which is uncomfortable. Like it's creepy, but he's like a funny creepy. And I don't know. I love Matthew Lillard. And I also love Timothy. Oh my God. How do you say the name? Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant? Oliphant. Which is my number two. Mickey from Scream 2. Um... This is another one where I didn't know people hated so much, but apparently they do. And I can see it, like, once he reveals himself, he goes so over the top. And, like, he's so dramatic and exaggerative, but I love it. That's why I love him. And I think what adds to it is that in that scene, they're on a fucking stage, like a theater stage. And... He's like in his element. He's giving this fucking wild performance. He's just so silly and sick and cynical. And again, like Timothy Oliphant is a great actor. He brings it. And I just enjoy. And like every time I watch Scream 2, I give his monologue word for word. I'm just obsessed. And number one is Jill, of course. I don't know what more I could say. Perfect casting. The reveal, like, I think maybe because I saw this in theaters, I was fucking shook. Especially not having even seen Scream 1 through 3 at that age. It was my first experience with the Scream franchise. I was so shocked that it was her and her motive was so sick and twisted and oh my god the whole scene where she is setting up the crime scene injuring herself breaking things to make it look like she was attacked oh my god i love it it's fantastic but yeah that's basically it for this little bonus episode Eventually, we will cover the Scream movies on our podcast. And even though I may have spoiled my thoughts, you still don't know Jen's. So look forward to that in the future. But I want to hear from you guys. What do you think about the Scream franchise 1 through 5? Are you excited for Scream 6? Do you call it Scream 5? Or do you call it Scream? Or do you call it Scream 2022? Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode, and until next time, stay spooky!